What is up, lads, and welcome back to another episode of the Pez Universe podcast, episode 20. Oh, a big Christmas special. By the time you're listening to this, it will nearly be Christmas Eve. So, happy Christmas to you all, first of all, if we're not talking to you before that. Um, and as this is the 20th episode, I am joined, of course, by my co-host, Weza. And uh, I'm going to introduce him there now again. Weza, what is up, man? Yo, I'm, I, like I say, it's two weeks in a row that I've now become the host. So I'm, <laughs> I'm quite impressed that you've remembered. No, I I'm all good, man. I get that out of the way now, just in case I make a, a mistake, because <laughs> I know you're, you're sensitive about it. Oh, I'm hot on that. I'm very, <laughs> very hot on that. But yeah, we're 20, 20th episode, man. This is our 20th time together. I think we've only missed... I think you did one by yourself, and I did one by myself. Other than that, we've had 18 episodes together, so... Yeah, it's not, it's a, bit it's not of a, bad, a bit of a landmark for us. It's not a bad run. It's not oh, bad. not yet, and we're, we're only getting started, you know. <laughs> There's another year there yet. There is. But um, we are joined as well by a guest many of you will know. He is Mr. Pez Classic, I call him now. That's his new name. He's been on the podcast before. He is... Probably got the biggest collection of Pez memorabilia this side of Europe, I would say. Um, and he is a massive classic Master League fan and the OG classic Pez as well, with all the defaults. It is none other than Shales. How are you doing, man? Oh, I'm good, thank you very much. Thanks for the introduction. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to boost up the guests, you know, so that they feel, they feel important because Wes had made me, made me uh, feel a bit guilty oh, about blame it on the brummy. Yeah, blame it on the course. My favorite brummy, though. So there is that, you know. But um, yeah, so it is our 20th episode and we did want to do something special. So we, we decided to kind of like have an extra long podcast. So this might be a little bit all over the place and different tones and different kind of ways. But we probably won't be back on the airwaves until I would say maybe towards the middle, towards the end of January, ways, I'd say. Yeah, um, about that. We're going to enjoy our Christmas and take a break. We've been we've been probably doing Pez content since March, I would say. So been a, it's been a long year all around, but... We did want to have a big discussion on all things kind of Pez and wrap up everything on the podcast in one neat bow um, and pretty much start the new year as we mean to go on as, as 2021 comes out and all that good stuff as well. So, yeah, where do we start? Where do we start? So I'm going to I'm gonna throw a curveball in straight away. So as we always say, this isn't scripted. We never talk really that much about the topics on hand. Um, but we are going to start with our guest, Shales, and I'm going to ask you a non-Pez, or maybe it is a Pez question, but it's going to be your favourite ever Christmas game in memory. Let's Ooh. go. Putting you on uh, the spot as usual. On the spot. Um, <laughs> crikey. Uh, maybe N64 Goldeneye. Ooh, that's um, a good shout. That's nice. one that I can just think of now. Um, I wasn't super young or anything. I think I was probably about, I don't know, maybe about uh, 15 or so, if it was yeah. <clears throat> 97, 98. 97, um, 98, that came out, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that instantly came to mind. Um, that would probably be a strong one. Apart from that, I think maybe I remember getting um, Super Nintendo with Mario All-Stars one year. Nice. That would have, I don't know what, we're talking probably '93, um, perhaps, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably say I'd probably say GoldenEye N64. Nice. And Wes, what about yourself? Uh, my, mine's very much in a similar vein in terms of uh, in terms of Nintendo. Uh, however, my game was uh, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, yeah, just having it, having uh, having a, a kind of a couple of pals around and just basically just having like a like a four a four player fight. Awesome, it just basically. It's always it's always good fun. It's and it was never always on like but it was never like on Christmas. It was always yeah. like those those couple of days after where you'd realise how the games work. <laughs> so you always had like the jump on like your pals. Yeah, um, until you realised started smashing people. Basically. Yeah, until <laughs> until then you realise that they got the exact same game for Christmas and knew all the controls <laughs> the same. <way. laughs> yeah, well, Christmas is just the best time for just sitting around and like eating until you can't move and then plunking yourself down and playing some games that you time to play when you're working everything so it always yeah. has fond memories i think for everybody especially like master league and stuff you'd always remember sessions and that but mine is probably shemu when that came out the first Shemu <laughs> came out a couple of days after christmas day i think but we got it early for some reason i think i think one of my uncles or something brought it back from west because we had this really weird like you know, the the region lock or something nice around yeah. it or something yeah um maybe he got us an american yes i'm not sure but we did. I remember playing that and just like best thing ever. Love affair. 
could send you. But um, yeah, I suppose we'll move on to move on to pay. Have you still got the Dreamcast? Yeah, man. Yeah, I just finished Shenmue three the other day, actually, like two days ago. And where about and where about she live again? So Charles comes and breaks in. I am after Dreamcast. So it is. I have two Dreamcasts actually. Oh, don't mm. wind him up. Yeah, You've only just got him here. I got one. One of them doesn't work, and the other one works, but it takes a while to like read the disc. So, right. Yeah. And I have like I have one with the, like all the light gun and House of the Dead and all that. I have like about fifty nice. games for it. House nice. of the Dead just reminded of trips to the cinema and waste <laughs> on that before you go in. Oh, yeah, good old the days. arcade, the old arcades, the old arcades. All your allowance, like just crazy. <laughs> Time Crisis Two and all those. That's the ones. But, um, yeah, I was supposed to move on to really quickly just to get that out of the way and tie it into the Christmas team, but move on to Pez 2020. And obviously, Pez has been out now, what, about four months, I would say? So, here in a four months. We have yeah. a fair idea of the game, and obviously, the community's opinion of the game changes every week with a live update. Our own opinion change every week from podcast to podcast. Yeah. But, um, I mean, some of us, like, Wes, you've kind of fallen out of love with it, fallen back in love with it through different ways and different game modes and stuff, but just to kind of get the ball rolling, I am going to ask you first, Wes, uh, where do you rank PES 2020 in the history of PES titles? Well, I don't, I, obviously, I don't, I don't think it's the, wor- the worst PES there's ever been. Uh, I know that there That's are some start. people that, uh, that uh, I, I know that there are some people that do genuinely believe that. Half like the listeners and, and, have just like exited the yeah. podcast now, or they've just gone, "Well, duh, you give us an actual answer." Um, no, I think for me, I think it kind of ranks. Oh, it's, it's hard for me to say. I would say it's. It, I, I can't tell you exactly where it ranks in my in my kind of uh, kind of. Uh, you know, lexicon of Pez games, but what I would say is it's probably in my top five Ooh, of games right, that yeah, I've played. Right. Uh, you know, th- and and there are some games that you you know you romantically think of yeah, in terms of, of games that you're you know you you are tied to, and then there are other games where it's just like oh, actually you've just had you know successes. So for example, 2016 through 20 you know 19, I'm going to look at more fondly because competitively I play quite well on them yeah. you know other people might look at them and go well actually those games weren't actually that great so yeah. i don't you know i don't particularly like them i think i think this game has it's taken some leaps but i think sometimes with the like we said with live updates and with sometimes with the data packs or, or you know lack thereof in terms of uh, kind of gameplay patches i think a lot of people kind of look at it and go well it's taken a step back, you know. The we we've you know we've hammered home the point to death with regards to demo gameplay and beta gameplay and you know every other type of gameplay that there is before it came to the real you know to to the full game. And you know, it, you know we we are left with a game in front of us. There is a, a you know there is you know some people do say there is a great game in here. It just takes a while to dig it out. You know, my my kind of renaissance with it over the last couple of weeks has been because, you know, my IRL friends have got involved and have wanted to know a little bit more about Pez. Obviously, Pez Light being game this week, obviously, I can now play co-op with them, which mm. is something I've never been able to do with them because they've never been interested in Pez. Now, all of a sudden, they're bugging me to go, <laughs> well, when are you coming on to come yeah. and play co-op? Because this is awesome. So it's like, you know, I, you know I, I'm very much in a positive place with it at the moment and, and long may that continue. Yeah. Well, speaking of looking back at, at, at the old Pez titles when you're thinking of ranking Pez games, we are talking to the master in Shales. So, Shales, you've obviously gone back and played a lot of the old games. Where where would you actually rank Pez 2020 yourself? Um, if you were to make a list out yourself, you're, whatever. It would actually be, be pretty high. Um, maybe, maybe top five. Uh, that might not be sounding um, too daft. Um it is hard because I have played all these PES games recently. Mm. So it's like <clears throat> having recent experience in them kind of somehow overlays the nostalgia to it because, yeah. you know, I kind of experienced them again recently. But I think it is, yeah, I, I, I would say top five. I probably, six would, PES 6 would always be my favourite for, yeah. for, I think, reasons that, that, that I've shared before. Um Funnily enough, going back and replaying the PS3 era um, and Xbox 360, I struggle to get back into those playing them now, yeah. even though I actually loved them at the time. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I was going on about. Like 2013 was 
I thought was amazing at the time. Mm. Um, but going back and playing it now, it's so slidey. It's um, it's amazing how it didn't really get that much focus at the time, like how how slippy and slidey it, it actually was. But um, yeah, I would say I would say uh, probably come in about fourth. I think over, um, really? of of all time. Yeah, it is. Um, I can probably tell you why, and that's I approach pairs and play pairs pretty uniquely um, year on year. Certainly from the uh, this uh, PlayStation Four era, and that's using the um, the recreated um, Pez United side. Yeah, and this year's experience of using them has been has been my most enjoyable, certainly of 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 this generation. Mm. Um, and that's because a, f- a few things. The uh, I think the AI is 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 very fun to play, very challenging. Um, stats wise as well, they've they've change the stats this year so that the the poor players are actually pretty poor yeah um which is which is quite quite refreshing because i'm getting someone like um Himalayas down the wing and he's whipping in some terrible crosses <laughs> and 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 that is that is actually what i like that's what i used to remember from from the old days it's like yeah. you need to be upgrading these players and as much as i liked pez uh, 2017 um Using these players with basically the, the same stats as what I've created them, they were you know much more. Um, uh, they were just a, a lot better, and it was almost yeah. like you can you can get by without you know um, having the real need to upgrade your players. I even ended up playing uh, 2017 on manual because it was just it just wasn't that satisfying. You know, playing perfect through balls with with like terrible players basically. Yeah. So it didn't really matter. You see, they just probably wanted to no. have the, the core gameplay like consistent enough that all the players just felt the exact same. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. So it it, it it kind of ruined it a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's why uh, 2020 is um, it's been real good, and you know, really enjoying Master League this year, which is um, you know something I I haven't done in in a good number of years now. So yeah. it's um, for for that reason, it's you know definitely uh, top four, top five. It's funny because like I when we we've done the podcast for a couple of weeks and especially with you Wes like you'd been someone that I had been kind of talking about Master League for a long time yeah singing its praises and you hadn't really touched it and I also talked about co-op and I think sometimes people judge Pez on my club and like a bad run or where the game just does absolutely crazy things that shouldn't happen because of a variety of different issues with it on my club but I don't think it's fair to judge the entire game on my club because my club isn't master league. Like it's a completely separate game. Um, yeah. I think sometimes I think like we said, the, 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 the amount of variables that you have with, with my club in terms yeah. of form, if you took in live update managers and, and uh, having a fixed tactics, so you can't, you know, you have to play the tactics you've got with a manager. I think all of, yeah, team spirit, all that kind of stuff, I think that kind of adds up to having, you know, I I don't want to use the word imbalance, but it kind of gives it that kind of sheen where you're kind of like, okay, what game am I showing up to today? Is it going to be, is it going to be the terrible experience that i normally have or is it going to be something where actually i have really good fun with it and yeah. you know i've seen people go on you know ridiculously good runs and then you know something will go amiss or something that can't be explained happens and then it's like oh well immediately you're on a bad run and actually the game's not playing brilliantly and it's like well you know if it's if it's going you know if you're enjoying it great like you know it's also fine not to enjoy it you can do both like yeah. you can enjoy it and not enjoy it at the same time you know and like we said there are aspects there that you know people can enjoy you know like like you said you know me touching on on master league for the first time in god knows how long found that an enjoyable experience playing colt with my buddies again yeah. that's an enjoyable experience you know and and you you know you quickly realize that actually there are there are some elements to this that are quite fun yeah when it plays a good game it does play a good game like yeah there's no doubt in that like a lot of a lot of bad stuff can happen but shales just to bring you back in obviously mm-hmm. when we we're talking about online in my club yeah i'm sure you'd be reading twitter sometimes or any forum or whatever and you'd be like i've never seen what they're talking about happen happen in mass league so do you feel sometimes like you're playing two different games <laughs> like with mass league um some yeah, sometimes yes sometimes not i i totally get the old um the the dribbling problems that you know that 
that lag. Um, I agree with what you say, though. You can do it offline in Master League uh, yeah. if it's timed right. Um, the if if you play superstar, they are pretty good at reading what you're yeah, about to just, do, which just, is they just really which, read it, don't they? Yeah, they do. Which is you know that can be done with being being toned down a little yeah. bit, but um, you can you can do it, and is pretty rewarding when it does pull off because it's um, usually I jump straight into replay or whatever and have to have another look at it, you know. And, and, yourself. And, yeah, in <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, I, I see some of those things, but also I see if, if it happens to me playing Master League or something, it's, I, you know, see it from that side as well. It's, that's not that much of a big deal, but say if it's, you know, a, a player switching problem or something like that and it's, it's been done on a stream, you know, there's, there's more at stake than playing, yeah. you know, a competitive my club. So they are going to annoy you, you know, 10 times as much as, as, as it would be me. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm not saying these things aren't in the game, but it's just, it kind of depends on really how the you know, reasons why you, why you're playing, it, I suppose, and, yeah. and to the level of, of seriousness of, of why you're playing it. But, um, so it's, you know, it's, 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 it's not perfect, uh, 2020, but I think, you know, I am, a, a, I do agree with you that you just, I don't know whether you're just more tolerant of it offline or it just, um, but also it's just, I'm, yeah, I'm just not seeing it as, as much as, as I am seeing it on, on my timeline for sure. Because yeah. it, it is, it is hard, like, because you don't, you don't know what somebody is playing. Like, it's very hard to know what somebody is feeling in their, like, in their control and the players compared to watching it. It is very difficult. Mm-hmm. So if somebody puts up a clip and they're like, oh, watch this, I couldn't close the gap or, you know, I've I've even I was playing a match the other day, and uh, I just I literally just like couldn't control my backline every time, no matter how deep I had my backline, it just seemed to be an acre of space. Yeah. What I put it down to was the guy I was playing against had four strikers. He was playing yeah. four up front, and whatever happened, I think the game was just having a fanny attack or whatever it would be, and it <laughs> like literally couldn't comprehend that there was four strikers to yeah. like, like watch. Um. And it was just such a crazy game where it was like every single attack was a goal for him or for me because it was just all out attack. Mm-hmm. On the same time then, like silly things that shouldn't happen in a football game have happened for me in Master League. Well, like I mm-hmm. even in the classic series I'm doing, there was an episode there where I gave away a penalty with Gary Neville. And it was yeah, literally, I watched that one. Yeah, yeah, and it was literally like a passing. I pressed the ball to pass. He went into a slide animation and gave away a yeah. penalty. Yeah. Um, and that was like scratching my head, and that infuriated me. It didn't matter that it was offline. I was mm-hmm. I was a nine, and I was it shouldn't have happened. But, mm-hmm. you know, in this in a vacuum, everything is a bigger issue than it is. Um, mm. But I just think it's important to keep the feedback going and keep going in, because it does make a difference if people are having a similar issue, like yeah. across the board. Mm-hmm. I think it's still. I think. I think in some respects it is the the skill gap is still there. Like I I, I played in some of the the Euro tournaments and I played in some of the you know I've been playing some people just generally around streaming, and and it still feels like there is a there's a golfing it feels like there's a golfing class, but it's because people have learnt the game yeah. and they've they've learned the mechanics of it. And granted, there is still a fair degree of of meta. Yeah. With, with as with all games, so I think it's just a case of people learning the the meta the quickest and and kind of kind of remembering that to or reciting that to memory. Yeah. Um. I still think there is a skill gap there. Uh, I think otherwise, you know, everybody would be, you know, everybody would still be uh kind of at the same level. But yeah. I think at, at the same same side of things, I think you can still argue that there's still some random things that occur during games that are of kind of they fall into kind of like the, you know the 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 twilight zone or the unexpected you know the, the you know tales of the unexplained you know where it's kind of you don't quite you don't quite kind of get it or why it's happened or yeah. or you know what's triggered it and how you can stop it from happening again yeah. you know i think that's um, always going to be in games isn't it like yeah i don't i don't know unless with the next generation of consoles they're able to bring in some sort of like i don't know like real, I don't. I don't even know how you'd even code it. Like it would be physically impossible. To, I think there's always going to be stupid things that happen in every video. Not. I don't think it's it's ever going to be a case where it's like you play ten matches in a row and it's like I felt in complete control in every attack or defense that game. Like, just video games are meant to be kind of picked up and played. Really, at the end of the day. Yeah. 
Yeah, hundred percent. It is difficult. It is difficult. But I'm sure other people would have would have a, a vastly different experience to us then, and they're like, "No, you're talking at." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, of course. But um, but speaking about speaking about masterly, just to kind of move on and uh, bring in shales again, speaking to our masterly guru. Mm-hmm. Is there one change that you'd like to see brought to Master League? Because I think Master League this year, I just spoke about it and you've said it as well. And Wes, you're a, a late adopter to Master League. But it is a high point for the series this year in terms of the playability of it. But obviously, mm-hmm. we still want it to improve. We don't want to just say, okay, we're happy with Master League. Next year can be the exact same. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, what, like, what one change would you like to see in Master League? Um, the one which has been drive me crazy since uh <laughs> I um, know what it is yeah since i don't know since ever and that's um the regions uh it's you know we're you know 2020 2019 um i think fifa does new gens do they uh, in their career they're, they're they're the same stats but they're different names isn't it Right, so they're kind of right. They just I think like up. as um, in like, like I think <clears throat> if Cristiano Ronaldo retired, he could come back mm-hmm. as a, a youngster, but he wouldn't be named mm-hmm. that. Like or he mightn't be from Portugal. I think yeah, I don't know now. That's how um that's how football manager uh, does it. Football manager used to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I would take that. Um, but I would I do want it. I I just want like a proper youth setup yeah. so that you can um, you know, so that you can upgrade and just and just get some fresh faces. I know that doesn't. That's not what everyone wants. People yeah. like the regens because they like to, um, you know, start players' careers again from start to finish. So I think it's probably going to have to be a choice, yes or no. Um, mm. You know, one of, one of those options at the start of Master League. But um, now as we're talking, sort of moving on to the PS5, I don't just want new gens. I also I also want them to age as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's asking too much, but yeah. I don't see why they can't, you know, add in... The you know the skin textures and things like that, which probably ties in into edit mode improvements as well. Yeah. But if it's just you know the same face, just just aging slightly, to me that doesn't sound uh, too out of this world. Yeah. Um, Not in this day and age. No, no, certainly. Mm-hmm. So that would be it for me. It is it is introduce I guess proper youth systems, which 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 would mean um, proper new new gens rather than the old. Um, 16-year-old Buffons and and 16-year-old mm-hmm. uh, Ibrahimovic's. So it is a bit weird to see, like if you sign like a like if you sign Buffon or you sign like Ibra, and they literally have their exact same face. Yeah, you're coming up against a 16. But and it is it is cool. I I don't mind the the regens as much as you, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> just to kind of go against the grain. But I don't mind them as much. I can see the the kind of allure of them. But mm-hmm. I think that there definitely should be an option. Like, I don't see why there shouldn't be an option to just say, do you want regions to appear as real players or, like, unique players? Brand? Yeah. Just pick your choice. All it would have to do is jumble up the names. Like, in, like all they'd have to do is put the names as anagrams and change them. So you'd know who they are, but you just have that, like, you know, aesthetic look of it. Like, okay, I'm not going up against Buffon. I'm going mm-hmm. up against Bobbin or something like that. You know, where they could yeah. just do a small change to his name. Um, yeah, and obviously just change his face and have a generic face will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would that would probably be the easiest easiest to bring in. Um, um, <clears throat> made me laugh actually recently, but mate of mine's been playing Master League and, and getting into it, and he, he sent me a photo of um, a screenshot of his thing, and it was uh, his manager's Maradona, and he had the new sign of um, Dante, and I said to him, "I said, Christ, how old's Dante now?" He replied back, "Said 16. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. uh, yeah, um, yeah. So that's that. Uh, that would be it for me. But uh, yeah. and then just, some, um, some people that would be like totally saying no. Like we want to keep the regens. Like we love yeah, them. Yeah, because the it's, it's, it's very hard to. to judge you know, where the, to where where this where this is a you know a a manager mode inside of a you know uh, player versus player game. You've got obviously got access to every single player in the database. You can just go into edit mode or whatever play exhibitions and so y- you know how how good these players are yeah. it's like i know that the attributes aren't masked like you can um you know you you have that option football manager as well just maybe sort of gray out like 70 percent of them and you'd have to scout but that's yeah. you know that's that's going in, in a bit deeper but 
just having these new unknown players come in, it just for me it makes it more exciting. It makes it you know more of a gamble um, yeah. signing players rather than you know signing. I'm signing Cristiano Ronaldo again. You know he's you know he's going to turn into a a you know a 95 overall come the end of it. So it's just having that. And to me as well as as for content, uh, it appears it would appeal to me. It makes your own master league game unique to anyone else's. Yeah. So it's like um, you know if if you have this incredible wonder kid, you know he is unique to your game. Um, it just sounds you know uh, that's that's just the way I, I I personally want to see it go. Yeah. There's a game actually for the Switch. I I got sent a copy there a while back to to review it. It was called New Star Soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it does a lot of things that I would like to see in Master League like very well. So yeah. Obviously, it's a mobile game. It's very simplistic graphics mm-hmm. for the like it's touch based control. I don't know if you guys played it, but it's very simplistic in the gameplay front. But like managing the team, um, signing players, everybody like so if I I could sign like a an 86 rated like youth star who's going to be the best in the world and is like talk of the whole game and he could have a different name he might never appear in one of your copies of the game ever but i'll just have this unique player that yeah he could appear in your game but he'll be a different nationality he could be a different name he could have different stats yep. he could be a center half instead of a left back or right back or whatever um that's the way i would like pez to kind of go i think mm. it's, if you had that unique Kind of angle to it like what you're saying there shells mm-hmm. would be it would be kind of cool now speaking of unique players and stuff right wes i'm going to throw this one to you as we move on to a little bit of my club because my club is like every week we do a podcast we ask people every i get at least like 10 or 15 days <laughs> oh you talk more about my club talk more about my club it's like every week we talk it should be just a my club podcast but um i have literally got like about 10 or 15 dms this week alone asking about a transfer market for Pez online. Ooh. So for Pez 2021, we're talking about my club, Pez 2021. We're talking about a fully-fledged ma- uh, transfer market. So people will obviously remember Master League Online, which was the first foray into online games, game modes for Pez back in 12. Um, yeah. and obviously, my club is the successor to that. But in terms of a transfer market for my club in the future... Would you guys, and I'll start with you, Wes, would you like to see a fully blown, you know, player-to-player transfer market like, you know, FIFA, or would you like to see it just kind of within the database like Master League where you're you're buying and selling within the game mode? There's no exchange of currency um, or GP or coins or anything to any other player. It's basically just into the, the transfer market itself, um, mm. like how you'd buy the scouts, or would you like to see it just go all out and just say, yeah, it was a fully fledged master league. I can our transfer market. I can sell my Cristiano Ronaldo, who I get in a in a lucky ball, to shales for two million GP, or Wesek can come in and offer me two million, or uh, two and a half million. I sell him to him, or like, like what way would you like to see it done, Wes? If or firstly, would you like to see one in my club yeah. twenty twenty one? <laughs> yeah, for me, I, I would say yeah, it, uh, a transfer market would be a welcome addition. I think the way I'd like to see it done it was kind of the the first iteration of how it was done. Uh, or a transfer market was done within FIFA where you could use your currency or you could use your GP or you could offer a trade. So you know how we've got at the moment, we've got the trade system where yeah. if you get three silver balls, you then trade it in for any other silver. Yeah. I want it to be able to say, for example, I have uh, Luis Suarez and you, and for example, you've got like, you want my Luis Suarez, but I need a centre back. So you go, okay, well, I can offer you uh, Koulibaly. And maybe a little bit GP on the side. So you yeah. go, you go and make that offer to me. I go, okay, yep, sweet, I'll accept that. And then it trades it over, kind of yeah. like how you used to have like a link cable with kind of like Pokemon, yeah. where you trade, you trade them person to person. I wouldn't like to see an open transfer market because I think there are enough pitfalls with, you know, uh, people buying each other's players. That there could be an easier, you know, people could easily manipulate the system to, you know, their own benefit. Yeah. You know, in terms of you know getting their own currency transferred over accounts things things of yeah. that nature but I'd certainly like to see like a trading pool yeah something even like you you uh, you know that you could go to you go to like the trading the, i don't know whatever you'd call it the trading floor just call it the trading floor for whatever <laughs> for whatever purposes and you go right i'm going to put up an ad here to go i need this player and i'm willing to have this and this for this player so then 
ex-player looks at the list of things, goes, oh, actually, I see Harry Kane there. Oh, that's a player I really want. Oh, I've actually got this player that I'm not using, and I could give him the GP that he wants. Yeah. Okay, cool. There you go. There's your offer. Job done. It's accepted. Off you go. Yeah. Would you have to have restrictions in it, though, that if, if you were trading, say you were doing that trade, and I say to you, well, okay, you know, I'm your friend, so I want you to give me Van Dyke, and I'm going to give you 5,000 GP and uh, a white ball, and that's going to be a legit trade because you're helping me out with a squad. Would you like to see restrictions in that it's like, you know, black ball for black ball or gold ball for gold ball or like what way would you actually yeah, do it? Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would happily have a, a, a restriction in there to stop that kind of thing from happening because yeah. like I said, there's, uh, as I was talking about then, there is there is a uh, always a risk that there's manipulation that could go on. Yeah. I'd like to see where it's a case of, oh, okay, well, do you know what? Or you, or it's it's locked into that player. So rather than you going, okay, I want a white ball, because we all know how hard it is to actually come by white ball players. Yeah. Right. So you'd have to be incredibly lucky to actually get that white ball to do it. So I'd make it where you'd lock it down to go. Okay. So I can only accept the player that I'm designating and the amount of GP that I'm designating. At least that way, then it does lock it down somewhat compared to what you would actually have like there if that makes sense yeah no it does it does you know like one, that's one, that's how i'd lock it down one thing one thing you could do and i'll bring you in in a sec shells but one thing mm-hmm. you could do and it would probably be i don't know would it be a crazy kind of thing to do but you could actually do you could do like a tra- like the transfer market in the game but you could only open it maybe like once or twice a week so that it would be you wouldn't have like all week to to transfer players. Now that is obviously pushing the boat way way out because obviously, if we were going to be getting a transfer market in in as twenty twenty one, like you do want to just get it as basic as possible. I think for the first time, so they see how people are using it. But would you just like to see the transfer market if it was to come to my club shells? Would you like just to see that open like Wes is saying, or would you like to see it like Master League where there's specific windows where you can actually dip in and dip out and have your have your maybe five <clears throat> days of the week where you wouldn't make trades and then two days of the week would um i think it probably has to be open yeah i can imagine it'd be a bit uh chaos if it was only open for like a small window <laughs> two days of trading um, and then everyone would be yeah. like not playing it yeah that's right um um for, for me i think i think for the progression of the mode, I think it probably is the way to go having a transfer market in yeah. because otherwise there's probably you know only so much you can take it I think without having one um, it does it's not something that would draw me into playing my club I don't think because um, I actually quite enjoyed um, in the first couple of years for 2015 2016 I, I played my club quite a lot and I actually used to like the thrill of getting a random player um so you know i have enjoyed i have enjoyed that how frustrating it is when you when you you know when you grind for some gp and you get you know something absolutely dreadful but um on the other side of that when when you do get that that black ball whatever it has always been you know always got a good buzz from it Yeah. yeah so it's um i don't know yeah i i think for for the sake of the mode and you know how how popular the mode is I think it makes a lot of sense to go to a transfer market. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, I always tend to find um, whenever I see you know people talking about the the transfer market in FIFA, it's like whenever I see a a, a decent player they get in a pack or something, it's like the only comments I ever seen is oh I'm going to get this and this off the transfer market from, and it's like it always gets a, it always comes across as people get these players in packs just to sell. Yeah. Um, but um, I mean, that's just my my observation of of, of just seeing people on on the timeline or whatever. But um, yeah, I I think it, like I'm saying, it's probably important to um to introduce one. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to certainly please a lot of people, and if 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 it pleases a lot of people, it's only be a good thing. Yeah. Well, it would add, it would add something extra to it that I think, especially if you're staying away from player to player, because I agree with you, Wes. If if you were doing that, you would. You would see a lot of a lot of shitty things happening where it's like you're just trading players to your friends or trading players to people like just to give them a hand or to build in a squad. I think it should just be with you know self-contained within within my club. If you were doing trades, obviously there could be heavy restrictions in place that it's like 
Oh, you're not going to be trading like literally you buy five players you're not going to be trading those five players like 10 minutes later just that kind of way do like mm. a cool down you could do restriction based on their rent or player overall there is obviously a lot of stuff you'd have to look at to go into depth with it but i think it's inevitable that really that there is a transfer market coming like there has, yeah there has to be some way of there has to be some way of actually i want to i want to make a squad of just irish players like I genuinely wouldn't be able to do it at the moment apart from buying the agents and mm-hmm. sometimes a lot of the agents don't actually appear. So I yeah. was looking for, I think, a player from Togo the other day. He was a centre-back and the only scout that I could bid on was one four-star scout and it was literally like four days it was over in. So I had to wait four days to get my hands on a player. Even though I had the GP and I would have paid an extra ten or 15,000 GP just to get him like instantly my club. Um, yeah. So I do. I think we're all in favour of it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, sorry, Wes. I, I was just going to say, go back to the um, Master League Online days. Uh, I, I, that was something that I did enjoy, being yeah. able to go and, and, and get exactly who you wanted. Um, but then on the flip side of that, the way that MLL, um, MLL worked was that, you know, you didn't, if I remember rightly, you didn't, you, you weren't losing anything by losing matches, were you? You were mm. always, you were always grinding and yeah. always slowly getting to, to your desired player, yeah. so um, I suppose that was probably possibly one of the reasons why why I, you know, I, I really liked MLO. Yeah. Apart from Van der Merch. and Van der Berg. Oh, Van Hulk. They were. Yeah, uh, yeah. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those were dark days for my club. Or for we'll get, uh, we'll get, yeah. we'll get stuck down a rabbit hole there. But I think, I think Van der Merch. I, I still have nightmares about him. Oh yeah, I mean, Christ. I mean, I mean, in terms of in terms of what you mentioned there about targeting players, it's like you know, I I you know, I've, I've managed to successfully convert two of my best friends um, in real life to to come over and play Pez because they you know they they got disillusioned with FIFA and they were like, well, there's a free version coming out, we might as well give it a shot. And you know, I told them about some of the concepts that were there, like my club co-op, and they were like, wait, so you can blend your squads together? And I was like, well, yeah, you can. Like uh, the game does this thing, it takes six players from each team. Oh, that's bloody amazing! Yeah. Like you, you wouldn't get, you don't get that elsewhere. Like you know, type of deal. But then it's like you then get down to nitty and gritty. So, for example, my, one of my best pals is a, is a Birmingham City fan for his sins. God love him. You know, some somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody's got to support and bless him, right? Yeah. And like, and Sin. basically, his his first words to me was was so how do I go about getting a Birmingham City player? And I'm like, well. You'd need an agent that's a Boom City player, blah, blah, blah. You'd, you'd look at PezDB because that'll give you all your scout combinations and, and all the rest of it. And he was like, oh, okay, great. So so how often do they come along? And I was like, well, actually, uh, let's go and take a look now. When I had a look, there's three agents total. There was one that was due for like an hour. There was like one that was like four days time. Like, and and they're all, and, it, and the, like you said, they're just, they're not, there's not enough of them. And I never thought I'd say that about the auction house, but there's just not enough scouts. Um, there's not the enough teams. Team. That's the problem. The teams, yeah. yeah. So it's like for him, he wants to go and build a team full of blues players, but ultimately that's not going to be possible yep. because by the time he's got all the scouts together, he'll probably end up have kind of got off the the buzz, and he's probably ended up going to got a load of feature players. Yeah. So it's like you know the buzz of him going and getting a blues player is 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 just a way. But that, like, that's the thing as well that you mentioned co-op there. And we'll, we'll actually move on to co-op because that's been one of my favorite things in Pez since they brought it in. Like co-op Pez when you're playing with your buddies and mixing teams and like even win, lose or draw, like it is some crack just to be playing like mics with two boys. Like because mm-hmm. yeah. it's just a completely different experience. You get to play with different players that you wouldn't normally play with. You know, you can give out to them and blame them when you make a mistake and pass it <laughs> off that they're shit and you're great. But like it is, it is, it is a massive, a massive thing that I think Konami have really, like even I think by a little bit of chance they've like got an excellent like mode with co-op, um, and that would open up that into the transfer market then as well, where it's like if you could genuinely have a clan, like a proper clan with three players in it, you could literally go away. Like just say the three of us were in a were in a team, we had a three man squad, like you could literally go away with and target all. Like the full the full backline, say the whole backlines. You'd have four yeah. backs. You know, Shales, you could be in charge of scouting and really like investigating which would be the best midfields for our style of play. Mm-hmm. And I could go after the forwards. 
and then mm. I could go in and buy them three forwards or two forwards or whatever. You could work on the defenders, and then you know, Shades, you'd be on midfield or whatever. And then we'd literally have a full squad between the full three of us, and it would be like the best of the best. And I know that that would be something that would take a lot of coordination, but I think if they expanded the, the clans and team support three v three or two v two. Transfer market could work that way as well because you could kind of do team bids and all that. There's a lot of ways mm. you could do it, so it is interesting. But co-op ways when you were saying like how like did you find when you when your friends are playing? Obviously, this is their first pez in a long, 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 long time. Uh, like, it's very did you well, find that um, their kind of enjoyment of the of the game was just kind of contagious? Like, I found when I'm playing with a few lads that like my cousin recently got the game. And he just can't believe how good Pez is. He doesn't see any issues with the gameplay at all. I'm like, yeah. oh, I just saw a bad issue there or a bad bug. And it's not a yeah. bug, but like something happens that I wouldn't be happy with. And he's like, he didn't even see it because he's just having so much fun playing co-op. Yeah. Well, for me, it was like, I mean, the, there was a couple of things that have happened during this kind of, you know, couple of weeks spell where, you know, they started to ask questions. And obviously with Pez Light coming out, they've they've kind of launched into it. And, and you know, at first it was, you know, some of my pals were, were laughing at each other when they were finding out results. So like this yeah. one, one of my pals was like, oh, well, I've just lost 4-0. And there's the, the other guy who's playing it as well was like laughing at him like openly laughing at him for losing <laughs> 4-0 to which he was like oh but was the scripting was there this was there that and the guy my, my best pal just went well no because it was just the better player yeah. like he was 850 rated and he knew how to play the game and yeah. he's just he was just better at it like there was no yeah. like oh something went wrong or, yeah. or there was something a bit weird it was it was fine and like you said it, it is contagious when you know when you're one of your best pals turns around to you and the, the first thing he says is, well, when did Pez get this good? And yeah. it's like, oh, well, okay, well, that that is, you know, for me, it, it's quite easy because now all of a sudden when I go to, to do my stream or when I go and stream now, I can easily turn around and be like, oh, hey, actually, I can, I can bring the guys in to come and actually stream co-op. And then there's a far more interactive element to it in the stream. There's, you know, they hear different voices that they haven't heard, you know, before enjoying Pez. You know, and they're ultimately going to pick more stuff up. And yeah, it is infectious because, you know, it's your pals. Like, it's like you said, there is something different to be said when you're playing with friends. Like, it was so oh, definitely. Much it's a completely different game and atmosphere on when you're playing with friends. Like, Yeah, 100%. And, you know, and like I said, long, long may it continue that they enjoy it. And I, I said this the other day to, to somebody who was just talking about gaming in general. I find it absolutely fascinating that there are, uh, you know, there's sections of the, the PES community that are unhappy with pairs but absolutely love fifa mm. and then i find it fascinating that there are you know sections of the fifa community that absolutely detest fifa yeah. and i'm like you go and then like you know you've got both both of those people that are disliking you are actively warding people off going don't buy this game it's terrible don't buy this because it's this and it's like i, I can't get my head around it if you if you you know if you you know if you enjoy games in isolation or if you treat them completely differently, then then you're okay. Like my yeah. one pal said to me, he was like, well, I'm not going to come on here and change my controls to being FIFA controls because one, I need a grounder so that I understand that the game is different. And two, it'd be really stupid of me to come on here and treat it like it was FIFA yeah. because I know for a fact the game isn't going to play like FIFA. I know exactly. It's just a change, isn't it? It's a change out of the norm of playing a game. It's like anything, playing a game for five, six years on the same engine, the same, basically the same controls. And then you play something that's just different enough that you have a different you have a different set of eyes on it. Like, this is actually fun, and I can join up my squads, or I'm not actually that upset when I lose a game here because this guy's better than me. Or, you know, there's a lot of different reasons where, with FIFA, I think a lot of the time as well, it can be whatever you've played for a long sense of time. I think now we're at the end of this generation of consoles. I think everyone is just kind of waiting now to see what the next big jump is going to be. Um, still going to be some brilliant games coming out on the PS4 and Xbox One, but I think everyone is waiting now to see what actually will happen with the next gen and how good games can be. Um, yeah. it is. But it is, you're right, like, Wes, it's a completely different game when you play co-op. It's, like, it's just, it's fun. Like, that's the biggest part of it. It's it's fun and it's very non-frustrating comparing it to 1v1 ranked matches. I think the frustration is shared, but the joy is shared as well. So when you're, four, you're mm. like, taking the piss out of each other and 
flagging and all that good stuff that you have. So yeah. It yeah. is it is the way forward, I think, is three V three. That is yeah. if they need to get some sort of like three V three proper division proper rewards and Yeah. It's nice to have the, the my club division, like, you know, for example, we we've got up a division like one week, but you know, the the for guys the first as questions was, was, oh, do you get anything extra for being in a different division? I'm like, well, no, you don't. You don't get anything. It'd be lovely if they kind of, Definitely. you know, took it took an old school approach. Where it was like actually um, see the consumables <laughs> that are kind of have been, you know, the kind of consumables that have kind of been missing for a bit. Mm. You know, oh, actually, if you get promoted one week, you get like a whole batch of consumables. You know, you get like I don't know a good couple of you know contract renewal tickets. You can get whatever. Like, you know, or you get your choice out of it. You know, we'll go, oh, option one, option two, option three. You can either have the boost. You can either have the managerial boost. You can have tactical boosts. You can have, um, you know, familiarity boosts, whatever it is that you're looking for. And you can pick that as an option. You know, like but, look, Sh- Shales, as you said as well, just tying that in, Wes, as well, with rewards and stuff. Like, Shales, you mentioned before we actually came live about mm-hmm. like dipping into the game at this time of the year. Where, mm. like, in fairness... It is something we've spoken about, Wes, at length. We've been critical enough and called it straight when we did of saying that there does need to be more content and more kind of like yeah. play, play, playability in the mode. But like Konami, in the last kind of couple of weeks, they've done the, you know, the, they did the Black Ball Challenge this week. Um, yep. They announced the, the 12 Days of Christmas thing where there's going to be like a free Legend Ball for a login. Like, it is, it is kind of, there is simple solutions to what people are asking for. People like us aren't asking for massive advances. Like we're not asking for brand new, like features to be added week by week. It's it's basic, just it's basic content. But yeah. like what you're saying there, Wes, is like if you had it, that is like your buddies are after coming over. You know, you've got them hooked. You've got them to put their foot through the door, and they're now they're looking at Pez in a whole new light, and they're saying, "Whoa, this is actually hell a lot, hell of a lot of fun." And if you were able to turn around and say to them, "Well, you know." Look, there's a free black ball challenge here. Do that. It's very simple to get it. Like next yep. week, you're going to have a legend. Like what you were saying, Shales, before we came live. Like mm-hmm. there is a lot of rewards for dipping into Pez now. Like, yep. and I think that that doesn't. I think if you've played Pez since August, like we have, or even before, mm-hmm. it, you don't really see that when you're, you know, like no. free black ball to me is is no good because I pretty much have like an unbelievably stacked team, and I'm sure yep. you do have as well, Wes. So. But for somebody starting the game, they're going to be so excited about getting a free legend or two free legends. Yeah, so. absolutely. And just as I was saying before we came on, um, you know, I think today is the day it goes into um, into Xbox Game Pass yeah. and playing playing with my buddies on there. You know, we're all going to start with it's just a standard edition, yeah. so I don't think we can probably get one introductory spin. I you can't remember. I, I can't remember what you get. More than that. Um, but I mean. Over this, um, going back to this time last year when when they, when it went into Game Pass, um, you know we had great fun playing over the yeah. Christmas period because, as you uh, mentioned before, as we were kind of treat uh, approaching it as a squad, you know when they were spinning players, that basically meant that I was getting to use them yeah. as well. So between uh, the, the the two weeks when when these campaigns are wrong, you know, um, rightly or wrongly, we had some pretty stacked teams. Um, by the, by the end of it, and you know, for for kind of minimal work, really, because yeah. it was, um, you know, we we did go on and, and play most of the daily challenges just just to get that guaranteed black ball. And if I remember this time last year as well, probably my favourite, um, most frustrating and most rewarding part of of my club so far was was that was that legend agent where it was <laughs> it, it took me. It was, uh, yeah, I think the legend difficulty setting needed to be tweaked because it was just absolutely <laughs> relentless. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not the best player. <clears throat> I didn't have a super stacked squad at that point, but it probably took me about 18 attempts to beat him. But when <laughs> I finally did beat him, it was, trust me, it was it was very rewarding. I, <laughs> this is going to sound sad, but I think it... I thought I, I think I was playing and I was just so, deter- so determined. It was like, right, I'm not going to bed until I finally beat him. <laughs> And if I remember, we had, you had to play Liverpool or Barcelona, and it was Liverpool were just impossible. Yeah. I found I had more success over Barca, but I ended up beating Liverpool um, 
it went to penalties. I think they 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 scored like last minute equaliser against me, and I thought, oh, this is you know this this is rigged or whatever. <laughs> and I thought, what I, I pretty much was going to quit. I think there's no way I'm going to beat them on penalties. The keeper's going to guess the right way every time. But I ended up beating them on sudden death or something. Got the um got 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 the legend, which is a bit underwhelmed. I can't remember what I got now, but. I remember that doesn't matter. It's the journey. Was, it's the journey. My adrenaline was going. All, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. My adrenaline was going all all through that final penalty shootout, and it as sad as it sounds, it probably took me about an hour to get to sleep because it was like I just invested so much time in beating this legend, and I finally done him, and I thought, you know, that was that the the um, reward was there. So fingers crossed, they bring back something like this this christmas um yeah i think i think was... they will i think like if, <clears throat> yeah. if you look and give credit where it's due like they have extended the match day i know it's still not perfect for everybody but they have extended it so they are taking stuff on board it's not like they're just saying okay this is what you get like feck off you know they are they are yeah. bringing free stuff out and different agents and different coins and or rewards and login bonuses and stuff i mean like you're getting 300 coins just for signing up for the, the, the football thing so you're yeah. 300 coins for that like, mm-hmm. pretty much like you know three spins of feature players so um but yeah we are we're, go- we're going to probably finish up with a little bit of real football chat i know wes is probably <coughs> chomping at the bit to get in um after last week's last week's um discussion or two weeks ago but a lot <laughs> has happened obviously since then in the real world of football um what what's been your biggest story since we last talked, Wes? That you'd like to discuss? Oh, um, throw it over to you, my co-host man. Do you know what? Do you know what? It's the back-to-back victories for United. Oh, nice one. Well, I hate and and I know I'm I know I'm talking to a United fan, but <laughs> I watched your audience. Um, I, I watched I watched the Man United derby from start to finish, and. Uh, and I know we always hear these comparisons of it was the Man United of old, but I tell you something: there's something that may have clicked in that United team that has maybe woken up the beast a little bit. Rashford looked on form. Martial was direct running. You got your boys were just countering. Yeah. And and to be fair, Wan Bissaka as a, a as a as a one on one defender, it's like you don't you don't want to try and take him no, on. He's, like he's you one just of the best don't. Defenders in the in the world at the moment. Yeah. I think. Uh, well, well, that's that's a well. Let's, 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 let's pump the brakes. Let's pump the brakes. Um, yeah, he's hearing he's hearing somebody praise United. They won again like, tonight. They won again tonight. Yeah, really, like uh, Mason Greenwood with the double. Yeah. Um, you know, apparently was just audaciously lobbing keepers for, yeah. for funsies. Um, I, I think that's been huge um, for for United. It gives them a shot in the arm. All of a sudden, you're only what five points off Champions League. Yep. It doesn't look as bad as it did before. Um, I think, obviously, for, for my own personal reasons, I think Villa are in massive trouble. We need a number nine. Wesley's not stepped up in the way that. Yep. Yeah, uh, you know, and you know, Greenish will only take us so far. I think Leicester have been phenomenal. Um, the worst thing you can do at the moment is wind Jamie Vardy up. Sing about his misses. That's great. He'll literally <laughs> score and, and cup his ears at you. Or if you're a Crystal Palace fan, he'll imitate your eagle in front of your home fans. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, um, enough, you know, and I think, I think it's, it's those two kind of performances. It was the four one against, against my team away from home. Uh, and it was the result for United. Uh, I think those are two massive talking points. Well, it is like United is obviously the big, the big one. I think that's something that I could talk about all day, but there's, so much happening now at the moment in football night and year i think like barca look as well we were kind of saying in the last podcast i was saying barca when we were picking our picks for the champions league i was kind of saying that barca if they started to click at all i just couldn't see how they wouldn't start playing proper like they've got too much talent there not to be smashing but they seem to be back in top form as well but yeah, you know it's 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 kind of it is it is an interesting one. Like obviously the derby is coming up, the El Clasico that's coming up soon. They're tied at the top on points. That's going to be a big one as well. Um, what about you, Shales? What's been your biggest talking point in the last couple of? Weeks? Um, uh, I'm an Arsenal fan, so there's a lot going on there. Yeah, we, we um, probably need a whole new podcast for that. <laughs> night, yeah, I, I um, don't have all night here, like. Yeah, to, to be honest, I'm I'm happy not even discussing it. So, uh, um, 
You know, I think Arsenal. Uh, I watched it. They scraped a two-all draw tonight in, yeah. <laughs> in the you Europa. The group, didn't you? It, eventually, it yeah. was pretty up and down. It was at one point. You know, it, was, it was in doubt. I I didn't realise it was it was that on edge before yeah. going into the fixture, uh, given the um, the the side that that Freddie put out. But um, yeah, anyway, we got through, got seeded, so at least we're not going to get any of the um, the big boys who have big just boys, dipped yeah. out of the. Uh, um, of the Champions League, yeah. so um, yeah, I don't know. As far as apart from that, really, I suppose um, not a great deal. Uh, Premier League <laughs> say, is, yeah. is, is looking kind of wrapped up, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, um, I was I was going to ask it. Seeing as you are an Arsenal fan, obviously yeah. with the the uh, uh, you know to, for me to be the continental correspondent of the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Carlo Ancelotti waiting in the wings. Yeah. Do you, can you see that happening for Arsenal? I no. Um, really? <clears throat> no. From all, from obviously I I you know follow the news quite closely and all that. And uh, uh, David Ornstein's the guy who used to be with the BBC. He's always usually spot on with his uh, with his journalism. Um, huh. I think the the what's the rumblings coming out? It's potentially between just Arteta and Vieira. Oh God! Um, <laughs> yeah, Henri, Henri had been rumored for a while. Oh yeah. no, please, no! Um, if we saw what he did at Monaco, you don't want that. You don't want that in a club. Yeah, from from <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. It was just look at Solskjaer with United. Like he's not like I think a lot of ninety percent of Solskjaer is like his club status that's getting mm-hmm. into you know. Like, I don't think he's that. I think they're playing well at the moment, but I think they've just clicked into gear. As you said, Wes, where it's like they're kind of fighting for the shirt now a little bit more. And they're yeah. believing in themselves a bit more. I don't think it's any like tactical masterclass or anything like that. So, he could be the man. Well, Vieira would actually have that as well going for him. He would be like he would be a big, a big addition there. As well. Yeah, because yeah. if you had Henri, if you had Henri, he'd just kind of go see that statue outside the Emirates. That that's mine. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. what you're competing with. And I think having a player like that at your club. I mean, I know Solskjaer had the infamous nineteen ninety nine, and obviously he was a he was a fantastic forward and servant for the yeah, club. He's not in the class of he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have a stature outside the ground. He no, doesn't was, have yeah you know that that kind of legendary status Fair that enough. that he, that you know. And I, I think Henri going in at Arsenal, I think is um it is it, a pit of a that would be a that would be a bad move in my book. I think Definitely. it's going to be interesting to see how Everton go. Uh, cracking result for them against Chelsea. Uh, big Duncan Ferguson running down touch line, showing a bit of fire <laughs> yeah. passion. I genuinely thought he was going to run on ahead the ball in at one point. He looked like he was Probably literally there kicking right. every ball. But it was it was the you know it was again as talking overall performances. Everton was superb to a yeah. man, uh, fighting for every single ball and. A lot of Everton fans might just look at that and go, "Well, where where's that been for the last you know six twelve months? Where's that been?" You know, Dominic Calvert Lewin looked like you know looked like the reincarnation of Daniel Amakachi. Like it was <laughs> like you know he just all of a sudden just channeled this goal scoring opportunities and started look, putting himself about you know and you've got you know people throwing in challenges. Michael Keane looking really good at centre half. You know there was, was really good actually actually a decent. But if you talk to Everton fans, they'd be quite critical of Keane. I know and they would. Yeah, but he's good, like. Yeah, but, and that's and that's the thing. It's like you're looking around, going, actually, that there were some really good performances just across the weekend. Um, I think I think this was it this weekend where Juve tripped up for yeah, the week. Juve lost to Lazio, was it? So, in, so yeah, so Inter are now two points ahead at the top yeah. of Serie A. You know, um, there's loads of different stories. Inter around, are knocked out of the Champions League now. Yeah, yeah. I was the, watching that game actually. Barca were. Okay, like they weren't inter. Inter didn't look good enough now against the second-rate Barcelona. Yeah, one of their stars really far from a few. Well, I saw Obviously. your I saw your guy come off the bench and score, uh, Mister uh, Ansu Fati, the guy yeah, that you talked about his, uh, his his release his release clause last uh, last week. Yeah, four hundred million or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But what What do you think? What do you think? Just the final the final thought going further afield into the into the Bundesliga. What What do you guys think of of Bayern at the moment? Oh, I'll let Charles go first. Behind, I think at top or something. Six or seven, anyway. I'll let Charles sure. take the floor. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I mean, as you pointed out, they've they've got yeah, it's uh, seven points behind, but 
they're they're doing right in the Champions League, aren't they? With old, I picked um, them as my Champions League team. Yeah, it, but I I didn't actually know. No, I know they're only what they're only if they like they're <coughs> what three points off second, like or mm-hmm. or like six points off second. Like I know that I know that that's not a massive thing, but like seem to be really struggling. Like oh, what's going on there? Because <laughs> they've not a real team, like. Well, yeah. well, it's a, it's that thing of like we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, where we were talking about Poch's next move, and we were talking about kind of upheavals at clubs. You know, they've got their caretaker in, and yeah. like I said, I genuinely believe they're waiting for Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, we're saying that, all right, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, you know the fact that they've passed on Pochettino, what does that tell you? Yeah, well, they wanted Pep. They were saying, but your Pep isn't going to go like no leave City for the next years. I don't. No, You'd and there was see another rebuild there with City under five. Well, and, and there were, and of course there was the typical murmurings from the Barcelona hierarchy going, "Oh, do you know what, Pep? Pep, you'd always be welcome back here if you ever, if we ever decided to just oust Valverde, who is yeah. appears to not be that popular. You'd always come home to Barca, where you know you've got the greatest player on the planet, and you know, uh, you know, we we." You know, we've made I, I've made some brave calls, like kind of privately in regards to my stance on Pep Guardiola. Uh, I won't go into it too much on the podcast because I'll definitely get powers. Uh, <laughs> but uh, suffice you're to in, say, you're in, you're in the camp of has he done it with a, a low a, low, a lower rated team? Not necessarily. Mine yeah. is more my 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 point, and you're going to drag me into this now. My man. my my point is is that obviously with Barcelona he had Messi, he had that generation of Barca. Barca players. Granted, the, the, everyone talks about their style of play, but that's brought through the uh, the La Masia Academy. Like, that's brought up through there. Granted, he was running the youth team and brought it through, which is awesome. His next move, though, was to a team that had just won the... Uh, was it the domestic treble, or they'd won the Champions League? Did Bayern Munich... Uh, Bayern Munich had... Definitely won the double, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Bayern Munich had done... Had basically won a load of trophies and basically their manager basically retired and went go on then pep top that <laughs> and yeah. uh and he kind of went in there and won the title he, but it was academic that he was going to win the title you look at the squad they had the at the time forum, like, yeah you look at the squad that they had at the time they had a younger Lewandowski they had Iron Robin they had Frank Ribery they had these creative forces these creative players Jerome Boateng before he kind of took a nosedive in form you know David yeah, David Alaba you had Philip Lahm you had a younger Neuer you know you had these these you know these stud players and it's like okay great you won the title that's kind of like a bare minimum for a club like Barcelona with with City I mean granted we you know we all know the story of you know they you know they had you know they were they were a couple of games away from going into like out of the football league and now they're, they're obviously the the juggernaut they are in the Premier League, and I think I think literally if you were to speak to any Man City fan who saw them back then and see them now, they're basically just like you know what anything above what, where we were there is an absolute bonus. Obviously, you look at the hierarchy of Man City; it's totally different. They might be looking there going, "We actually need a Champions League from you here," and you know Pep's come out. I think it's two two press conferences in about five days where he's kind of turned around and said. I don't think we're equipped to win this and I don't think we're going to you know, do this. But if you're going to spend, how much do you spend on his defence when he first came in? You know, you had John Stones, you had Benjamin Mendy, you had uh, Danilo, you had... Uh, Laporte is injured, in fairness. Had, that's, been Laporte. A big, that's been a big yeah. thing that nobody's really talking about, like us in Liverpool. Massive loss because True. Fernandinho True. has had to go back in there. So like, they're not only losing Fernandinho out of midfield, they're also losing... Yeah. No, a centre half, which is huge. Like I'm not going to say that Van Dijk is like or Laporte is on that level, but if, if Liverpool were to lose Robinson, trouble now for comparing <laughs> Laporte to Robinson. But you know what I'm saying? If they were to lose yeah. like a, a first name on the on the starter, first name on the first team every week, like yeah. it would affect them. Now we're going to see with Fabinho yeah. out. Obviously, that's going to be for him, but. It's going to be an interesting. I think. I think the league is pretty much wrapped up, though. Surely, like I can't see Liverpool squandering. That. No way, well, surely. Well, no, all I, I, say I, is I can't, can't see City going on a unbeaten yeah, run either. Leicester, Leicester could do yeah. something, but I, I just think Liverpool are too good. All, all I, all I will point to, and 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 Barry, you should know better in regards to title comebacks. We have all lived through the generation of the Kevin, Kevin Keegan, Keegan melt, the Kevin Keegan meltdown. 
I would love it if we beat them. He's got to go to he's got to go to Nor- uh, to uh, to Borough and get something. We've all lived through that, and everyone was like, "Nah, it's dead and buried. It's gone." Newcastle got this title. It was a complete implosion. All it takes is a really rough December January time for Liverpool, and it opens up. You know what effect is the club World Cup going to have on the team? You're going to be yeah. sending all of your star players over there to go and defend it. You know, granted they've got a a, a, Carl- well, a Carabao Cup semi final. Uh, sorry, a, Carl- a, a Carabao Cup quarter final with Villa. You know, you're going to have to leave youngsters at home, and then the next day you've got a game. It, it's what what effect is it going to have? And it, it, it uh, you know, as, a, as somebody who is, you know, his team is at the other end of the table, I'll be fascinated to see how it all breaks out. Because, like you say, if Leicester carry on their scoring run, Vardy might break his own record. You know, of uh, he's on eight games now. He only needs another five, and he's broken his own record that he only set what three, four years ago. Oh, he's in unreal. He's, he's insane. I mean, really? if you can get him, if you can somehow get him on the England plane, then we'll be we'll be all right. You know, get him get him on back on as the as the sub, and uh, and just roll him out when we really need a goal. Uh, he's ridiculous goal. Yeah. Watching. Um. Yeah, I think that's it, boys. Oh, there. Hmm. Cool. No, no more. No, no more. Goes live. It'll probably be what day were we saying? It'll probably be like it is. Probably won't be Monday. Yeah, Monday, Monday, Monday before Christmas. It'll be like yeah. Oh, no, yes. Be like the sixteenth or seventeenth. That's the one. Yeah. Give a nice break there. We'll probably be back then. Was probably beer. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the new year would be fair chill out the episode 20 episodes is, is is a lot to put up with you to be honest <laughs> yeah. so, I need a break it's yeah relaxation <laughs> <laughs> all good man but yeah it's uh it's been it's been a great year obviously and uh, thanks to all our guests that have come on including again tonight Chills taking the time out to come on we do appreciate it no problem um, we will hopefully get you on again before Pez 2021 comes out yeah. Um, to hear more about your Master League and stuff but mm-hmm. it's like with anything we could stay talking for the next two hours about Pez because we're all massive massive gamers and even bigger talkers I think so yeah. we will end it at that um, have a happy Christmas lads and anyone that's listening hope you have a great new year as well if we're not talking to you before that and uh, yeah that's it for me I'll let the boys have their I'll let you ring it out it out Wes okay ring it out yeah man Oh, well, Merry Christmas to, to, to all those people who are listening or if you've made it this far into the podcast. Um, have a Happy New Year and don't, don't do anything stupid. Yeah, that, that would be good.